Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning of Men Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I got a loaded show for you all today, so without any further delay, let's get started. Ah, here we go, guys. This is the Morning of Men Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Friday morning. Hope you all are enjoying your morning coffee energy drink whatever it may be because this is going to be a banger for today's episode of the Mormon sports podcast guys we are talking wwe with the new era beginning uh and what we can expect from both raw and smackdown and we're also talking about the atlanta falcons versus the tennessee titans in this week what is it now four matchup between the uh well between both the one and two teams with the Falcons right now because being considered heavy favorites to win this game at home in Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 1 p.m. So we're going to go ahead and dive right into that discussion right now which is the Atlanta Falcons facing off against the Tennessee Titans in Atlanta at 1 p.m. on CBS. And guys, let me say this. There's there's room for optimism whenever it comes to this Atlanta Falcons team. You you got to sit here and think. We got a franchise quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. Hell, he was the MVP for the 2016 season. You got a head coach that's calling the defensive plays. Yes, I know his Dan Quinn's defensive play calling. You know, has not been great here lately, but it still produces stops here and there. But I, instead of here and there, I want it on every drive. You you were the reason of the Legion of Boom in Seattle, so why not make it here? You know, get the guys that you know best, because you've been here for five years, and make the Legion of Boom 2.0. And that's what's going to win us not only this game, but potentially a Super Bowl this year. So um, my key takeaways that the Falcons need to do in order to win this Sunday's game. For offense, put Ridley in there. Put Ridley in more action than Luke Stalker. He's a backup to Austin Hooper. Don't Put in the two tight end formations, Dirk Cotter. Put in the one tight end formation with three wide receivers, one fullback, or whatever the case may be. 
but don't have Luke Stalker, you know, in the tight end position as being like a starter. You know, hell, don't do that. Now, if you are going to use Luke Stalker, use him on more of a first and second down situations. But now past that, uh-uh, don't let him even see the the end zone. Don't let him see that third down marker. No, I would trust more of Austin Hooper giving me the third uh, third down conversion or even a touchdown. I'm not trusting Luke Stalker. Yes, he was phenomenal in Tennessee, and this is going to be his former team that we're going up against. But I would not trust Luke Stalker with a 10-foot pole right now because <laughs> he's a backup. <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he might be efficient whenever it comes to, again, whenever it is first down and second down situations, but whenever it comes to third, fourth, or even end zone situations, keep him on the side. Do not put him in. And I think Dirk Cotter is realizing that, that we need to start putting our juggernauts out there. Ridley, Sanu, Julio, Hooper, hell, even Justin Hardy. For Pete's sakes, put him in there. He he is a valuable asset as a wide receiver. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ridley, Julio, Sanu, Hooper, and Hardy. That's five receivers. But, of course, Hooper is a tight end, but still, that's five receivers that you're throwing to that is legit out of Luke Stalker. I would not trust Luke Soccer on a third, fourth, or even end zone situation. The next key is getting the running game going again. Because last week against the Colts, you know, we had a good running game. We really did. And Devontae Freeman looked like the, the 15, 16 Freeman that we all know and love. So if we could get the running game going again this Sunday and at least let Freeman score a touchdown or two, that's going to be the the most impressive thing I've seen. Well, more improved thing I have seen in a while from this Atlanta Falcons team whenever it comes to the running game. Um, Heck, even put Freeman in some outside runs. Don't do a screen pass to him where you just quickly throw him to the side, you know, because that, because then defenses are going to see that and they're going to hit them and we're going to lose like three, four yards on the, uh, on the play for that. So, um, again, running game is definitely going to be important, but also uh, for defense, I'm switching over to defense now. Hit the quarterback. Yes. I know this is sounds, this sounds so corny, cheesy whatever oh you gotta hit the quarterback every single snap no you don't but the Tennessee Titans they do have a somewhat mediocre offensive line and the Falcons I will say this the Falcons did improve their O-line right now Matt Ryan is protected he is throwing well in the pocket I am very happy for that while the Titans you know they ultimately just have a garbage O-line and we're going to have to take advantage of this through the pass rush. So that means, and hopefully Grady Jarrett will be able to play this Sunday, which I think he will. Uh, Dan Quinn hasn't really said much about it, but we'll know more specifically later in the day whenever uh, he does his press conference briefer. 
the Titan secondary is legit. Um, I know I'm keeping, I know I'm flopping like back and forth, but the Falcons' biggest strength on offense is their passing game, and the matchup with the Atlanta's wide receivers in Tennessee's secondary could be an interesting one. Safety Kevin Banyard is one of the best in the league and was paid as so this offseason. Banyard signed a five-year $70.5 million contract extension after season where he recorded 90 tackles and four interceptions. So he is definitely going to be a threat, and I feel like Kevin Man- B- Bayard, if I'm pronouncing this right, will be going up against Julio. And probably not single-man coverage. He'll probably have another corner uh, with him to guard Julio. But still, at the end of the day, Julio is going to come out victorious at the end, even in a triple-man coverage. But that's where Matt Ryan comes into effect at. Because Matt Ryan, yes, I understand that when he's under pressure, he's just throwing it out there. But still, at the same time, he sees whoever is running. And if he looks at the one person he's throwing to, he's going to throw to that. Even though there's a wide open, um, wide open, excuse me, Sanu at the end zone, he's still throwing to Julia because that was his first target. So you can't put all the pressure on Matt Ryan on this. That O-line, that o- yes, it is great, but at the same time, they're still bringing in the box closer to Matt Ryan instead of wide open. You know, take take the, uh, was it, the week one matchup with the Ravens and the Dolphins? Lamar Jackson stood in the pocket for, God almighty, like 10, 15 seconds. 10 to 15 seconds. I mean, he was just standing there just holding the ball like, hey guys, what y'all doing tonight? Y'all got a steak or chicken? You know what? You know what's going on? You know, I mean, he was just standing there. That offensive line was great. So if if our offensive line could do that, the, oh oh my God, yeah, Matt Ryan could be able to just stand there. But no, the the box is getting closer, and Matt Ryan feels the pressure, so he throws it to avoid getting sacked. And I don't blame him there. So again, um, the secondary is going to be one of the toughest matchups for this. Uh, Falcons offense, but still at the end of the day, I feel like the Falcons offense, whenever it comes to the passing game, will succeed. And um, and whenever the game first starts, Atlanta, take the ball, take the ball first half, because I feel like that's where we can improve upon, especially road games. Definitely next week against Houston, take the ball first half. Get your momentum going. Start from there. And I feel like personally, that kind of mentality, getting the ball first, understanding certain situations will definitely help you improve. And that's if, of course, even if we win the, the coin flip, which, you know, that's that's never a given. But anyways, so back on the defense, I know, I do apologize for flipping back to offense, but... um. Ricardo Allen, I feel like he is going to step up big time in this game right here uh, because, again, he's studying offensive plays, and I feel like Ricardo Allen is going to be the the one with the, the loose mouth this Sunday. You know, he's going to run up to um, other defenders like, defender, excuse me, like Devondre Campbell, um, you know, whoever, 
or Dion um, Jones and say, hey, look, you know, bring him to me. I got this. Or, you know, if you go slightly to the left, you're going to get that guy. You know, I feel like Ricardo Allen is definitely going to have a big game just because of him understanding offensive plays and certain formations. Um, but stopping their running back also, um, which is Derek Henry for the Tennessee Titans, uh, he's definitely going to be the one that we need to really focus on. He's going to run more outside runs because the Titans were going to look at this um, week one matchup uh, for the Minnesota Vikings versus the Falcons. And they're going to look at that right there and say, hey, look, you know, they had to say running on the outside. So let's let us run on the outside. So if we can establish the defense to uh, be more spreaded out on the on the outside runs, that's that's great because then we can start focusing more of getting toward the quarterback because then, you know, hey, we got it locked down up the middle, on the sides. We're after you, Marcus Mariota. So uh, good luck surviving this game. <laughs> so those are my key takeaways for the Falcons to win this Sunday in Atlanta to improve the record to 2-2, two and two, which I know it is 500, but still... I'd rather be two and two in September right now rather than one and three. That's my honest opinion right there because September is the month where you f- where you kind of find out who you are as a team. And the Falcons, again, if they win this Sunday, and I think they will against this Tennessee Titans, you know, team, we kind of figure out who we are. And and it's really all going to depend on Dan Quinn whenever it comes to the defensive play calling. Because if Dan Quinn can get these guys disciplined and get them to make the tackles right whenever it happens, instead of tackling too early to cause pass interference or anything else, that's where we're going to win our matchups, one-on-ones, everything else like that. So, guys, when we come back, we are going to be talking about WWE, and that's my dog, Marcus. So I'm going to make her be quiet right quick, and I'll be right back. And we are back, guys. I finally got my dog to be quiet while I was recording this podcast right here. She barks at random things. Hell, she'll bark at a fly for, for all I know, which has actually happened. So, but anyway, so we are now talking WWE. This is not nothing I have on my phone. This is just simply... Off the top of my head, so I do apologize in advance if I am forgetting any information. But WWE has now revealed, well, SmackDown has revealed their logo a long time ago, but Raw revealed their logo this past Monday. And I like it. And of course, we are going to get new stages and pyro every single week now. But is this enough? To win the fans back? No. Absolutely not. Why, I know I asked that question, but then I, I need to ask myself, why did I ask that question? Because Vince has already done ruin a lot of fans. Because we were the only ones at the time, because, you know, number one, no one cares about Impact really much anymore. Um, Ring of Honor and all them, I mean, they might be on TV. I don't know. I don't keep up with them. So really, WWE was the only professional wrestling TV anything. 
out there. So Vince saw, okay, well, since we're the only ones, I'm going to give you just a whole bunch of crap and you're going to sit there and enjoy it. Okay, well, now since there is AEW, Vince has, has, Vince has to step his game up. He really does. Vince Kennedy, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has to step his game up because now there is competition. And let me tell you, Vince, pyro and new logos and um, new stage setups, that's not going to work. It's not going to work no more. You've had your opportunity to keep that alive. You didn't. But what really killed you and the future of WWE, and I'm still, again, I'm a big WWE fan. But what's really going to win back a lot of fans? Well, well, I know this first one is you just retiring, but I know that's not going to happen. Because you're, you know, just self ignorant, you know, and you won't let go of something that you're just ruining. You're just collecting the money off of this and, you know, you're going to just leave. But, um, anyway, so the actual number one reason why I think this new era of WWE starting next week will bring back a lot of fans because number one, it is a new era. That means we're getting new Everything. Now, yes, now this past Monday, you know, we still carried on a few little feuds like with Sasha and Becky. That should end at Hell in a Cell. Uh, and I forget who, I don't I don't even think Bailey has even got an opponent for Hell in a Cell. And if it is, I think it's Charlotte again. Don't, don't quote me on that. Again, I'm reading this off the top of my head or remembering off the top of my head. But, so, Raw, I mean, we got... Rollins versus Mysterio for the universal title. That's freaking great to start off the new era. But you got to think Bray Wyatt. You got to think Bray Wyatt. He's going to be involved in this, which dear Lord, keep Bray Wyatt alive for this fiend thing because it is working. Bray Wyatt as a universal champion as the fiend that is instant money Paul Heyman has found his ECW present Monday Night Raw star in Bray Wyatt so definitely keeping that up Brock Lesnar is making a return to Raw just as a special appearance but we all know that Kofi Kingston is going to beat him I mean not or is going to lose against Brock Lesnar next week on a Friday night SmackDown, not Tuesday night SmackDown no more. Um, now flipping on over to SmackDown, you know, we, of course we got Brock Lesnar versus Kofi for the world title. Then we got sting coming back. Um, which I don't know why sting would be a part of this. I mean, it, it just makes no sense. See that's that. Okay. That point right there proves my theory right. Bringing back the oldies, Stone Cold, give me hell yeah, Ric Flair, woo, Sting, oh my god. Now Undertaker, I love him, but the oldies need to go. But they are the money cow, the cash cow for Vince to get jacked up ratings because 
you know, you're going to have fans and viewers sitting there. I wonder why Sting's here tonight. I wonder why Stone Cold's here tonight. But if it weren't for the oldies coming back, there wouldn't be no ratings for Raw or SmackDown. So, yeah, okay. I know what I said. I know I did. That, you know, the oldies need to go back. But now for the new era of WWE, which is starting next week. Yes, bring back a legend. Just for that one episode. But now past that, don't make a habit of it. Let your let your creative writers write out the script and just go straight to the superstar. Don't, don't let Vince touch those scripts because he's going to ruin the entire show. And, and see, he was trying to let the writers write and just go straight to the superstars. And it it was mostly on SmackDown, but then once the script was finalized the day next, you know, before SmackDown live, like I think the day of Vince said, this is not good shit. Rewrite it again. You know, just, um, I'm, I'm exaggerating what he might be saying, But it's true. Vince, I personally think, don't want a good product under his name. Because then he would be held to more of an accountable standard. So why not just make everything just mediocre and, you know, let the people, you know, either watch it or just go home. You know, that's his theory. So... I think personally Vince's love for the WWE has just drained out because back then, you know, he would put out a banger on Monday night raw and SmackDown, but now he's just in it for the money. He, he, he's just there for the money, you know, self-promotion, self, everything, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to ride on his horse and, you know, go off in the sunset with his millions of dollars and, you know, leave WWE in a, in a, you know, you know what stage and, you know, depend and make them fight for themselves of making the the company great again. I feel like that's personally what Vince is doing. And he sees triple H with NXT have how well the, the rookie show is doing. And he, and he knows that if he screws up raw and SmackDown more and more and more every week, He's going to then hand it over to Triple H. All right, you fix it. You fix it. If you think you could do such a good job on NXT, you fix Raw and SmackDown. I'm out of here. That I feel like that's personally what's going to happen with Vincent Kennedy McMahon, but I don't know. But he said he's he's not going to die. He's he's not going to die. Is what Vincent Kennedy McMahon said. He said he's going to work until the day he drops. But right now, he's not dying. That's what that is his words. So, uh, but again, a little optimism. I think with the new era, Vince should open up his eyes, and I think he is just a little bit. And I think the the product will be a little bit better. And then hopefully, then after he you know maybe just peeked through his eyes, maybe then he'll open them up fully. And just, you know, you know what, guys, you're doing a good job. Ratings are back up. Let's just continue like this. Let's continue like this and make the ratings 
go even higher than what they are right now, and let's beat the hell out of AEW. Which I'm watching AEW uh, Wednesday. I am stoked for that show. So guys, uh, like I said, this was going to be a banger of a show for you all today. We are going now probably into the 24-minute mark. And uh, I couldn't be much more happier with this. Or By the time I edit this down, it might be like 23 and a half or something crazy like that. But anyways, uh, it is a lengthy one. So definitely, hopefully, this will cover your drive to work. Hopefully it will. But whenever you do get parked... Or just whenever you get done listening to this podcast in general, make sure you are going to subscribe to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I uploaded a video yesterday talking about Atlanta Call of Duty team announcing their two coaches for the Modern Warfare season. So definitely make sure you are checking that out. I'll have the link down in the description below. And uh, till then, guys, I, Kamorgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 